Welcome to another All Business Podcast. This is Ted Schubel. Thank you for bringing us up on your phone or computer or wherever you're listening. This is where we talk with area business owners, the people that make the region work. When we come back, we're all business. The All Business Podcast is supported by Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com. Most folks who work here love living here, and that makes a difference. At Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com, they're proud to work the hometown advantage around the clock, connecting local employers to local job seekers. Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com makes it easy to post a job and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. And if you're looking for a good local job, search jobs and apply online right now. Get the advantage of finding a job close to home at Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com. Local jobs that work. The All Business Podcast this week, a little bit different. Instead of being in an office, we are standing by the river because we're going to be talking about water. Maria Schultz with us. It's uh, Maria Christina Canine Training. And thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Ted. I love talking about dogs. This is going to be good. You were on a town talk last year talking about your do- your dog on a, on a board. That's right. Actually, two. Two dogs. Two Australian Shepherds. They, uh, they paddleboard with me on the river all summer. That's what we do. So most people know if oh, there's a girl and two dogs on a board, that's Maria. I did not realize it was it was two. You you are really a sight. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know what to think, but my dogs weigh about as much as I do. It's a physical challenge, but I wouldn't have it any other way because I didn't get I didn't get my dogs to leave them at home. I I can't. I don't have the heart to leave one sitting at home. Well, because we we talked about it, and I said I could never have imagined my dog doing something like that. But but uh, you're you're not so sure. I am convinced that any dog could learn how to paddleboard. It's really easy for all dogs to pick up um, a new behavior or a new activity if we train them in a positive way that makes learning fun. So it was the reason that inspired me to become a trainer and to write books is because when I was out doing these activities with my dogs, people, they come up to me and say, oh, I wish I I could do that with my dog or I should have brought my dog today or my dog would never stay on that paddleboard. And it makes me, it would make me sad because, you know, your dog probably could do this. Our dogs can do more than we think they can do. And we just need to train them properly and give them work at their pace and give them the skills and build up their confidence um, to be able to take them out and have these adventures with them. It's absolutely possible. How long did it take for you to get your dogs to be able to know where to how to act on a, on a paddleboard so I both dogs are very very different Riley picks things up really quick and he's eager to please he learned in about a week but Kona my younger dog she's kind of a bonehead <laughs> and um, she was a, a challenge to train mm-hmm. she's my greatest success and my greatest failure <laughs> as a trainer um, and it took her about four months four to six months to really feel confident on a board so you know her learning time was a little bit longer but when you're training dogs you got to be patient that's that's the the crux of it we have to work at their pace so would she want to move around or look over and want to look at something in the water she was so nervous she would she would move from the nose to the tail <laughs> nose to the tail back and forth barking the whole time yeah she was just unsure and and not confident and uh, she drove me a little crazy but i stuck with it and now she actually she's better than riley she sits on the board and riley my older guy is like yeah, I know where all the sandbars of the river. I'm gonna jump off. You're not gonna. You're not gonna do anything about it. I'm. I'm gonna go do my thing. Um, but she's really great now. 
Well, it must be Maria. I can't imagine how much fun it must be, and to have to be, be able to have those experiences with your dogs on a paddleboard. It's so. It's just. It's so fulfilling. Like I, I can't imagine paddling without them. It, it's physically challenging, and it's it's a little bit. Um, harder because I've got two wet dogs I got to clean up at the end of every night and they're full of sand um, but we go out and we're experiencing the same thing we're watching the sunset we're, we're we see bald eagles together and when I look down at my dogs I can I spot things because of them if I watch where they're looking you know Kona will yeah. see a, a herring or a turtle before I will so I watch them and they show me things. Um, and it's just, it's its one of those activities where you're experiencing the same thing at the same time with your dog. That is interesting because because of their senses, they would they probably do see things mm-hmm. before you would. Yeah, yeah. Kona has a lot of prey drives. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's like, I want to get that squirrel. <laughs> well, um, the whole sup with a pup movement, mm-hmm. um, did had you seen other people do it? Or how, how did you even think about it? Honestly, when I started back in 2012, this all came about because I wanted a new hobby. I wanted something that I could do outside with my dog. Yeah. And um, I saw these giant paddle boards on a trip to Hawaii, and I was so intrigued by the sport, and it was starting to become popular way back in 2012. And so I thought, Riley loves the water. I love the water. We've got this beautiful river five minutes from our house. We can do this. And so there weren't any resources available, but uh, as a trainer and having a background in animal behavior, I knew what to do. I knew how to put a training plan together so that Riley would associate the board with a place to sit and stay and really fun, positive things. Um, And it worked. Our, Our little plan worked and and he loves the board i mean he's 12 he's 12 today today is his 12th birthday and every time i pull that board out of the garage he's shaken and he's excited and ready to hop in the car that's that's what what a what a great story have have you been able to do have you done a lot of training with other dogs in, in in this area and got them to where they're part of this yeah i have it's um i teach um, sup pup clinics uh, with River Rock Outfitter downtown and so we do group group classes so we'll invite five or six people and their dogs down to a private lake and we spend two days teaching the dogs and the people how to ride together on paddle boards it's the most fun job ever Maria Schultz with us on the all business podcast it's Maria Christina canine training how can people find out more about you um, I have a website, a Facebook page, and an Instagram page. MariaChristinaSchultz.com is my website. You can find me on Facebook by searching How to Sup with Your Pup. And on Instagram, we're at sup underscore with underscore pup. So I guess just like... It, it, Every dog, every dog you deal with is different, mm-hmm. and so like like you say, like you may, it may be six months, it might be six minutes. Yep, that's right. Every dog learns at a different rate, and they have different learner types, like people do. So we have to figure out. Every dog is a little puzzle, and we have to figure out what motivates them and and how to um, just work at their pace. This area, being around water like we are, what a great spot we've got. Oh, we're so lucky. We have the Potomac, we have the Rappahannock, we have lakes. There are so many different places to go. And it's all, you know, really calm water, really, really um, accessible places that you can take your dog and your board and get on the water fairly quickly. 
And talk about making memories this spring and summer. Mm -hmm. uh, I just would think that, that you really do make memories. You do, you really do. I have um, some really special trips um, not just in this area, but I've taken my dogs up and down the entire East Coast from Maine to Florida. We have paddled with um, manatees and turtles. I think I saw a shark in Maine. I mean, we've, we've gone all over and we've got some fantastic memories. Um, the, the one that probably stands out in my mind the most is paddling with manatees in Florida, though. Mm. My, my pups both got nose to nose with some manatees. That was really special. I can't even myself even picture myself on, on a board, although there are some in town who want to see me on, on, a, on a board. But um, how is, is there to be on a board with 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 dogs is obviously is uh, I guess they've got to be ready for it. And you have to have to be ready for anything. Yeah, the trick is. The person has to learn how to stand up pedal board first, yeah. right? So we want the person to be really confident on that board before we invite the dog because we got to maneuver a board and not be shaky because if we're uncertain and we're nervous, our dogs are totally going to pick up on that. They're going to sense that mom is nervous. She's not so sure about this um, because when we add the, the, the dog, we're adding weight to the board and the dog's going to move. So the board is going to move. So you, you know, got to be able to move with it. You got to be, yep. You got to get your, your board legs and um, develop a little bit of muscle memory um, in your legs so that when the board shifts from a dog moving, your legs know what to do. It's uh, Maria Christina Canine Training, Maria Schultz on the on the All Business Podcast. How did you develop this this love for animals and, and, and you know, you know training dogs? I think I was born with it. I was the kid uh, begging my mom for a dog um, as far back as I can remember. I had stuffed animals that were dogs that I would carry around. I've loved animals my whole life. And it really, um, when I was uh, in high school, I volunteered at an aquarium and I spent years working alongside marine mammal care trainers. And so I learned a ton about training and behavior by working with dolphins and seals and sea lions and penguins and sharks. Um, and so that's where my background uh, really started with training. And then over the years, I have just um, taken classes and read books and uh, really, really tried to learn as much as I can about training and behavior. Well, I see that you are a top tier canine certified pet trainer. Mm -hmm. That sounds really impressive. What's that mean? Um, it means I have a formal education in training pets, so specifically dogs. Um, and I spent, you know, uh, I, I made a personal investment of, of money and time to learn from master trainers. You know, I wanted to say that I, I learned from experts. They put me in situations and I worked with dogs that I never thought you know, I, I would ever have to kind of deal with really difficult dogs. Um, so it just helped round out my skill set, and I'm really proud of that certification. Yeah, no, it sounds like, because I it, 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 coming to you, any kind of dog I may have, you're gonna, you're gonna likely know some strategies. Yeah, the thing, the thing is, in the state of Virginia, you don't have to have a certification to consider yourself or call yourself a dog trainer. So I tell people that you should, Think about who you're you're learning from when you hire a trainer you should know that person's background do they you know have they studied under master trainers do they what is their background what what are their training methods 
Um, so, so that was important to me. I really believe in, in education and higher education and you know, I want to be the best teacher that I can so that when I get a dog that's challenging, I know how to work with that dog and with that person because it's so important that we educate the person and the dog. I never thought of that, but you're right. When you you're not you aren't just dealing with the dog. No, you're dealing with with the the person who's sometimes more of a challenge yeah. than the dog. <laughs> sometimes it's super easy to be consistent and get a dog um, uh, uh, reliable, but then we have the, yeah. the person has to be consistent too. So so it's really both. You're teaching people and dogs no it's good I mean, it's, it's good to ask these questions and, and, and ask because it's like uh, you know if you don't want to have somebody that you're 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 paying to train and wanted to train and you, you ask what are your qualifications well well I've always liked animals right. you don't exactly. want to you want it to go a little bit more mm-hmm. yeah and there's different ways there's different methods for training dogs and the general public doesn't really know there there are there are different ways I mean there's Every trainer you work with is probably going to have a different method, and we have to figure out the method that's best for that person and that dog. So, what are you know looking at the the duo and their goals and, and what they want to end up doing with their dogs? Um, training needs to be really customizable. So we need to look at every um, training situation as its own unique puzzle. You know, what's the best way to train this dog and yeah. this person? Because you know we want to be able to meet their goals. Well, you're doing that with the, the SUP training. Is, is that does that have any kind of certifications along with that? Um, I do have an ACA certification as a paddleboard instructor. So I do. I carry yeah. two certifications to teach those classes. I have uh, a skill set as a stand-up paddleboard instructor and a canine dog trainer. So you, you that, that that those are really good questions to ask, though, because yeah. I don't know that I would have thought about that. Yeah, and and it's not just for sub training; it's it's for basic obedience. You know, yeah. when you go when you go to a training facility, or maybe you're hiring um, a private um, trainer to come to your house, or maybe you need a board and train. You know, what what's the best model and what's the best trainer? You need to ask those questions. Maria Schultz here, Maria Christina Canine Training. You gave the, I was going to try to remember it, the, you gave a, a, a web address for, a, for, your, for your website. What is it again? It's my name, MariaChristinaSchultz.com. That's right. I was, thinking, I, I, I was thinking of a whole bunch of other things that I thought I don't want to, want to get it wrong. Maria Schultz here on the All Business Podcast. So you really like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you written any books? I have. I have three books. Um, the first one is is how to sup with your pup. It's a guide to stand up paddleboarding with your dog. So that was my first book, and then the second one is called Paddle Tales. And the cool thing how that came about was because I wrote how to sup with your pup, and we have a Facebook page, and people started paddling with their dogs and learning and getting out and doing this, and then they started sharing their stories about being out on the water yeah. with their dogs. And some of them were really special. I mean, they really touched my heart. And I thought, we have to share these stories. Something really special is happening with people and their dogs out on the water. So I collected a bunch of those stories and I co-wrote the book with um, Lisa Marvashti. She's a really good friend of mine and a very talented writer. So we, um, we did Paddle Tales. And then my most recent book is My Dog and Me, it's a bucket list journal for people and their dogs. So, you know, as we do cool things with our dogs, like learning how to paddle board or, uh, 
you know, going going hiking and backpacking, or maybe it's simple things like taking your dog through the drive-thru to get a hamburger. Um, you know, it's just a fun way, it's a little inspirational journal to keep track of all the things that you've done with your dog throughout their lifetime. Because those memories that I have with my dogs are really special. And someday I'm gonna look back at the 10, 12, 15 years, whatever it is I spend with Riley and Kona, and I know that they're gonna be the best years of my life. Yeah. So I want to be able to remember them. And I thought people who have, you know, great relationships with their dogs are going to like that too. All books, I mean, and I do love, I mean, Paddle Tales is a great name. For, for where, where can we get those? River Rock Outfitter carries them. Okay. And you can also get them on Amazon. Okay. We'll, we'll go to River Rock there. Yeah, we like yeah, them. We, yes. <laughs> um, you must see people, if you see people out there paddleboarding by themselves, I'm sure you want to just say, hey, do you have a dog? Yeah. Have you ever thought about, about uh, doing sup with your pup? Mm-hmm, all the time. Because um, people usually come to me and say, oh, I wish I could do that with my dog. And I'm like, well, it just so happens. <laughs> I teach that, so here's my card. <laughs> No, it, 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 it is. I, I, I have never seen you on the river with it. I've seen some pictures, but I can just imagine just the, the, the bond and the fun. It just it, it takes what it, it takes what's what's a fun activity anyway and just multiplies it many times. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I have this theory that so as humans, we need two things, you know, to really have a fulfilling life. Well, OK. Companionship, right? Yep. Right? We can't survive yeah. without companionship. And water. Water is a source of all life. So when you combine those two things, water and companionship, being on the river with my dogs, I can have the worst day at the office, and it, all it takes is 10 minutes of being out on the river with my dogs, and I'm good. I am happy again. Well, do you have any stories? Is there, is there, is there well, you know, a, a story that really sticks with you of a, an experience you guys had on the, on the, on the paddleboard together? <laughs> oh, we have lots of stories. Um, I'll share one. It's my hot dog story um, because, you know, I talk about training and having really reliable dogs. And as good as my dogs are, they're not perfect. And I'm not perfect. Um, so one... Uh, I think it was like a Sunday evening. I went out for like a sunset paddle with the dogs and we put in an old mill park. And I had both dogs on my board. And I, I got on the board and I'm paddling down and I noticed Riley is putting his nose in the air and he's, he's sniffing. And I look over to the shore and there's, there's a barbecue happening, yeah. right? People are cooking out. And that's like, he's wiggling. I'm like, Riley, no, stay. He's wiggling. Riley, no, stay. And the minute I turn my head and look back at something, he, I think he sensed me looking away from him and he jumped right off the board and ran over to the beach. And when he did that, he caused me to fall off the board too. So I fell off the board backwards. Riley is running to the beach and then Kona is staying on the board floating down river. There's just a lot of current in the what river. What do you do? That spot. So I had to think really quick. Yeah. Uh, okay, as a, as a sub-instructor and like all my training, it kicks in. Okay, I know my dog Riley, he's gonna park his butt at that barbecue and he's not gonna move yeah. until he gets a hot dog. And Kona's going down river, I better go get her first. So I swam, got the board, got Kona, got my stuff, pulled the board <laughs> back up river, got Riley, got him back on the board and we continued on. But um, 
you know, things happen. You know, yeah. when you're you're out with dogs, sometimes dogs will be dogs. Riley is a really well-trained guy, but that the the scent of that hot dog got the best of him that day, and yeah. we were all okay. Thank goodness the people on the beach were were very understanding <laughs> about Riley um, inviting himself to their picnic, sure. but. Yeah, just just things like that. They, you know, it happens, yeah. and and you just roll with it. That's fun. Well, Maria Maria Schultz with us on, on the All Business Podcast again. Uh, let people know how they can get in touch with you uh, for this, and you know, any other 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 you know canine questions yeah any type of you know training whether it's it's sup or basic obedience or, or just questions in general you know if, if people want to know how do I get out with my dog how do I make a the perfect patio pup or you know how do I go hiking with my dog I I really I, I like to focus on translating basic obedience training to adventure dog training and so I am um, always available for phone calls and questions, MariaChristinaSchultz.com or um, SupWithPup at gmail.com. Maria Schultz with us on the All Business Podcast. We'll do this again. This was fantastic. Thank you, Ted. I've really enjoyed talking to you today. If you like listening to this podcast, please link, comment, and subscribe. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music. You can also find us on Channel B online at B1015.com, keyword podcasts. If you want to talk about your business, I'd like to hear from you. You can contact me, Ted at WFVARadio.com. Ted at WFVARadio.com. We would like to highlight your business. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Ted Schubel. We'll see you next time when we become all business. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by the host and guests in this podcast are their own and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting.